on the road with Baylor basketball. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor athletics. Baylor is out of timeouts. All right, big shot, Sarah. Let's go. They floated into Jada. Back to play with nine, with eight. It's in the hands of Sarah. She pushes it Jada's way with five, with four. Jada drives inside, kicks it out to Sarah for the tie. And it is an air ball. She's knocked to the ground. No call, and Iowa State wins. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. By Kaleo Wealth Management. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. But this has been a boxing match. This is like a 12-round heavyweight bout, and it's down to 15.1 seconds. We'll finish on Cincinnati's end of the floor. And a 9-1 run by the Bearcats to pull within one and create this opportunity with 15.1 seconds to go. Here we go. Crowd doing their part. Day-Day Thomas will inbound. It's an inbounds. Three right corner. It's no good. Loose ball. Baylor's got it. Jacoby Walter has it and he's fouled. Oh my goodness. He missed a three. Jacoby Walter, the rebound, will shoot free throws with 9.8 seconds remaining. Now, on the road with the Bears from Manhattan, Kansas, he is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a snowy Monday coming to you from Manhattan, Kansas, here with Baylor basketball. Bears play the K-State Wildcats coming up tomorrow night. And uh, Aaron, I know it's cold and a bit icy in Waco, but it is cold and uh, snow covered here in Manhattan, Kansas today. How are you doing? Doing good. It is uh, cold and snow covered here in Waco, Texas as well. Oh, very nice. Well, snow continues to come down here. Not as much. But. <laughs> uh, right, right. Uh, it's been like this morning. It was negative seven, and I stuck my head out the front door <laughs> and came right back in. But the streets were clear at that point. Then a little bit later, it started snowing, and the sli- the uh, there's a lot of slush and stuff on the streets now. So, uh, And it continues to come down. It's not a real heavy snow. It's kind of a light snow, but it is coming down here in Manhattan, Kansas. And I know folks uh, there at home in Central Texas are uh, battling just the brutally cold temperatures and ice and snow as well. Yeah, it's uh, pretty passable on most of the roads. There wasn't a, a lot of ice. I mean, it's been snowing pretty pretty good. but Is it? Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's white everywhere, but it's not a sheet of ice, luckily. So, you know, it's it's... It's okay getting around. It's not ideal. That's good. It had to slow yep. down, but it's it's not a total mess. That's good. Well, be careful out there. Give yourself extra time, obviously, 
uh, driving and just be extra careful in the in the uh, icy conditions. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network. You heard Lori Fogelman and Derek Smith with the call. They were in uh, snow-covered Ames, Iowa on Saturday. Uh, I think a couple of feet of snow in Ames, and uh, and Baylor fell to Iowa State 66-63. You heard the final call there. Tough week for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women as they fall on the road at Kansas, then uh, go straight to Ames, and they fall to Iowa State on Saturday. So uh, the Baylor women who entered the week undefeated, one of three undefeateds in women's college basketball, uh, they lose twice last week. Incidentally, one of the others, uh, UCLA, they lost either Saturday or maybe it was yesterday. So now South Carolina, the only undefeated women's team in the nation. And the Baylor women uh, can get back uh, to practice, back at work, back in class beginning tomorrow. They don't play again until Saturday when they host UCF 2 p.m. in Foster Pavilion. So for the Baylor women, they are home this week. For the Baylor men, we are here in Manhattan against K-State. Uh, knowing that the weather was going to uh, to get bad, normally we'd fly up the day before the game would have been today, but uh, they made the very smart choice to come up here yesterday. So we got ahead of the weather a little bit at least, got ahead of the snow and ice. So got here uh, late yesterday afternoon, just an extra day in Manhattan, Kansas extra day to uh, to watch it snow here and uh, and then the Baylor men will play K-State coming up tomorrow night seven o'clock in Bramlage Coliseum uh, remember we talked about all the upsets last week in college basketball Aaron I think the number was 18 oh, I'm sorry 15 of the top 25 schools lost last week eight of the top 10 teams in the nation lost last week so you knew there would be uh, some major shuffling in the poll this week and uh, here's the way things have uh, kind of played out for the men's AP college basketball poll this week. Purdue is number one. They only drop one spot. They're number two. UConn is the new number one in the nation. UConn, the defending national champions. Kansas was number three last week. Kansas stays number three. So despite the loss, they are still number three in the nation. North Carolina uh, was four, and they stay four. Houston was second last week. Uh, they lost twice and only fell to number five. Uh, we were saying, Pat and I were talking, saying that if you got to lose, that's a good week to lose because so many other top 25 teams were losing. You know, you're not going to fall that much as if, you know, compared to if you were the only team, you know, in the top 10 or top 20 or top 25 to lose. So Houston uh, only falls from number two to number five in the nation. Tennessee lost there at number six. Duke is seven. Kentucky lost there, number eight. Baylor takes advantage of it. The Bears uh, with the two wins, uh, hard-earned wins over BYU and Cincinnati, and the Bears make the biggest jump of any team in the poll up five spots to number nine. So the Bears back in the top ten. They are number nine in the nation, 14-2 and two overall, 3-0 and oh in the league, and again playing K-State here in Manhattan tomorrow. Uh, Memphis is 10, Wisconsin 11, Arizona is 12, Auburn 13, Illinois 14, Oklahoma drops from 9 to 15. So Oklahoma uh, is the team that, that made the biggest drop in the poll this week. It, besides those that fell out completely, Oklahoma from 9 to 15. That's the third Big 12 team uh, that I've given to you. No, the, the uh, fourth uh, with Houston. Uh, or Kansas, Houston, Baylor, now Oklahoma. 
Uh, Utah State is 16. Marquette fell to 17. Creighton is 18. TCU enters the poll at number 19. Big week for the Frogs, and they jump into the poll and jump big to number 19. So that is the fifth Big 12 school in the poll. BYU is number 20. They didn't fall far. Dropped two spots. That is the sixth Big 12 team in the poll. Dayton is 21. Ole Miss at 15-1. and one. They're the uh, only Power 5 team in the nation that only has one loss now, and they are number 22. Florida Atlantic is 23. Iowa State is 24. That is the seventh Big 12 team in the poll. And number 25, Texas Tech jumps into the poll. That makes eight Big 12 schools. Almost a third of the top 25 are Big 12 schools. Uh, and Texas fell out, you know, with their loss at West Virginia. So wouldn't have been a stretch to have nine Big 12 schools in there. But Aaron, eight Big 12 schools. Next closest league is the SEC with four Big 12 school or four four schools in the top 25. So. How about that? Uh, really impressive for the Big 12 with eight of the schools in the top 25. Yeah, and it should be nine. Texas not care, pulling their right. weight. But no, I'm sure. Right. Um, it is, it, it's, it's a great example of why the, why the Big 12 was the best basketball conference. You know, you've got two of the last three national champions, and, and it only gets stronger next year. Yeah. Like, you know, replacing Oklahoma and Texas is not going to be a net loss bringing in Arizona basketball program. Arizona State's had some success, not nearly like Arizona, but uh, in Colorado's better. So, Yeah, yeah, and but, Utah. Utah's a good yeah, team. Absolutely. That's right. So only going to get tougher, but uh, what a week for the league, even with all the upsets. Big 12 very well represented. All right, uh, coming up in the hour, we'll visit with our friend Jerry Hill, get his thoughts on all things Baylor Athletics, men's tennis opened uh, their season this weekend. couple of wins on Saturday, track and field, ran down at Texas A&M. Jerry has a handle on, on all of that, plus men's and women's basketball. And softball actually beginning practice, I think tomorrow is their first day. We visited with Glenn Moore here on the show last week. Um, and, yeah, I think that's right. I think tomorrow is their first official day of practice uh, first day back at class also for Baylor on campus. So a uh, lot going on, and we'll talk about all of that coming up in a bit with Jerry Hill. Right now we'll take a break. Be back with more in just a moment from Manhattan, Kansas, watching the snowfall here in the Little Apple. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women back in action Saturday in Foster Pavilion hosting UCF in Big 12 play. 1.30 for the countdown to tip off. 2 p.m. tip off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. The savings continue with the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Right now, get a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie Crew Cab four-wheel drive with 15000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Or a 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab four-wheel drive with 12000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Plus a special discount for first responders only at Allen Samuels. Come by. Let's be friends. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Back with us, The Temptations. The name of the song is, uh, yes, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, <laughs> Let It Snow. <laughs> and again, that's what's happening here in Manhattan, Kansas, here with Baylor Basketball. Aaron's uh, keeping us updated, keeping all of us updated on what's going on there in Central Texas. But uh, just be extra careful out there and uh, give yourself some extra breaking time, stopping time, all of that. And uh, maybe even just stay inside unless you really have to have to get out. So be very careful. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank, Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Also brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Uh, contact uh, Joe Kaleo. Tell him we sent you by and uh, they've got the team that can help you with your in- that is Kaleo 
Wealth Management. All right, Aaron, uh, let's mention this. I know you'll talk a lot about this, maybe maybe the entire three hours of the Matt Mosley Show, but Cowboys uh, are out of the playoffs. Their season ended, a loss to Green Bay yesterday. Not just a loss, but, man, they got torched by Green Bay. Uh, what do you think about that? Cowboys season comes to a quick end. Yeah, I wish – I mean, I – I didn't think I could be shocked anymore, but I was. I mean, they just didn't show up. The offensive game plan was terrible. The defensive game plan was terrible. And the quarterback played terrible. That usually results in a blowout, and it did. It's. Uh, I just don't see how he can bring that coaching staff back now. You don't have any choice with Dak. It's a $54 million cap hit next year, no matter what. So, But, I mean, you can't sell – having Mike McCarthy or even Dan Quinn after that awful performance. And as I reminded them on, on the press box, you know, that defense has been awful in almost every big game, just like Dak has. So if we're going to give Dak a hard time for his failures in big games, we need to talk about Dan Quinn and the defense in big games too, because it's been bad as well. And it yeah, was just wasn't much. And there wasn't much uh, shining light, was there? Any any um, silver lining at all from yesterday? Uh, that the Cowboys may get a new coach. It <laughs> happened in the perfect year because there's never been a, right. a, 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 I guess the best way to say it is like a class of coaches like there is this year. Like you can get, you know, Pete Carroll's going to the Hall of Fame. Bill Belichick is obviously going to the Hall of Fame. Harbaugh is probably going to go to the Hall of Fame. And Mike Vrabel is a really good coach and mm. I think would be, you know, is going to be in high demand. There are four top-tier coaches that you could replace Mike McCarthy with this year, and I think that will also impact his decision a lot. It's not like, you know, where do I go if I fire him? He, he knows exactly where he could go. I think Pete Carroll would take this job in three seconds. And I think that would make Cowboy fans at least happier than having Mike McCarthy here. Yeah, man, that is tough. Well, tough loss. Did I see, did I hear this right? That giving up 48 points was the most the Cowboys had ever given up in a playoff game. Is that right? Oh, I didn't see that either. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Right, right. I was glad. I, I, I had a plan. Is. I would start hmm. watching about four or five minutes into the first quarter. Well, by that time, it was already 14 to nothing Green Bay, so Golly. I just kept watching YouTube. I was like, all right, I'll watch the highlight and read the game stories. That way I'm up to date on exactly what happened. But I know the basics. They're getting <laughs> they're getting boat raced. So. And it didn't get much better than that from there, did it? No, a couple of late touchdowns were absolutely meaningless that made it look closer than it was, but everybody knows. 48-32, the final score. So we were traveling yesterday and in the air about the time the, the game kicked off. And we landed in Manhattan, checked the score. It was 27-7 to at halftime when we <laughs> and, checked. It was the first time we saw it. And they had to score on a fourth down with no time left because of a penalty to get that seven get or else it would have been 27-nothing. Yeah. Golly, I mean, that is wild. Uh, it doesn't get worse than yesterday. It just doesn't. Well, Chris Allman is tuned in, and Chris asked when our uh, Texans celebratory segment will be on. 
the Texans did look good on Saturday, didn't they? They were very. Oh, they look phenomenal. Playoff they've, win. Yeah, they've got their quarterback. They got who uh, I, and I thought, I thought he was the best quarterback. I, I like Bryce Young. I think he's a great quarterback, but he, I think he's just too small. And I thought that when uh, when the stories were coming out right before the draft about C.J. Stroud's test scores, like I, I don't think it was a wonder league. I think it was another test being really low. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I, I, everything's been positive. I think that's somebody trying to hurt his draft stock so maybe he'll fall to them. It didn't uh-huh. happen. And luck, right. Because the Texans liked, liked him and took him and – you see what a difference it made. They're golly. They're in the playoffs and in the second round of the playoffs in his first year. And give the Texans credit. They they traded their first round pick this year to move back up and get Will Anderson. And everybody was just saying what a ridiculously bad trade that was because right. it may right. be the number one overall pick again. Well, they knew what kind of talent they had and they had a an idea. I don't know if they thought it'd be this good that they would be a lot better, and now that pick is going to be in the 20s and will keep falling as long as they win. It's going to end up being a great trade for them. How about that? What a turnaround by the Texans. Great win. And C.J. Stroud, by all accounts, what a great guy, too, and, and not just a great player. So really uh, fun to see that. There you go, Chris. Texans moving on. Cowboys out of the playoffs. There you go. Uh, and two more two more playoff games today, that Bill Steelers game. What time is that, like 3.30 this afternoon? 3.30, yeah. Yeah. I got my, I got my Bill's Mafia beanie. I'm ready. Oh, there you go. I wore it into oh, the studio. I got some looks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That is perfect. So thanks again to Bruce who uh, delivered all the Bill's Mafia gear on Friday. Uh, and then there's one more game tonight, right? Who is that? The Buccaneers and the Eagles, Eagles yeah. tonight? Yeah. Yep. I think uh, so, I, I think the Eagles are going to be pondering a lot of the same question the Cowboys are today after this really? game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, they have a lot more excuses because Jalen Hurts has a broken finger on his throwing hand and A.J. Brown, their best offensive player besides Hurts, is out. But they've been bad the last couple weeks, and I think uh, I think it's going to be a rough night for them. Of course, everybody around here, Chiefs fans for the most part, and uh, all happy about the, the Chiefs winning their playoff opener the other day in bitterly cold temperatures. I, I'm not sure I'm not sure how anybody sat out in that. Uh, that's why Buffalo moved their game from yesterday to today because of snow and the bitterly cold temperatures. So uh, that's the that's the weekend in the NFL playoffs. An interesting weekend, and uh, the playoffs will continue without the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Get Jerry's thoughts on uh, all kinds of things with Baylor Athletics. We'll do that when we come back. Hey, we're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Pioneer Boys, 2003. South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Also a location in Bryan. Great new Waco location to serve you better. Best part is they've got a a bigger location, more on-site inventory, but it's the same great customer service you've come to expect back going back to 1943. How about that? Same ownership, same family-operated business since 1943. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. We're also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. 
Check them out. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. The Baylor Coaches Show returns January 18th, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco and here on ESPN Central Texas. It all begins this Thursday at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, streaming on the Baylor Athletics Facebook and YouTube pages, and right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For example, Silverado is as much as $10,000 off. Traverse is $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, $3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. It's time for our weekly visit with Jerry Hill, Baylor Athletics Director of Sports Journalism. Here are Jay Mo and Jerry and Aaron Sexton. Boogie and in, Jerry Hill joins us on a Monday. Uh, be careful of the weather out there. Take extra precautions. Jerry, uh, are you kind of socked in at home today? And uh, how's the weather treating you so far? Yeah, I'm, I've been stuck at home for a couple of days. But uh, today really isn't that bad. I mean, obviously it's very, very cold. But we've had like hardly any precipitation. We had a little bit last night. Uh, and I had to get out late, pretty late last night uh, to pick up a few things at the grocery store. But, uh, yeah, it's been pretty nice today. Um, not planning on going outside anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I guess I'll head out that way tomorrow morning. Very good. All right. Be careful. Uh, we, we're here in Manhattan, Kansas, and we got snow on the ground and more snow coming down and uh, single-digit temperatures. So, uh, we're staying inside as much <laughs> as possible also. Um, let's, so we'll talk men's and women. I'm sorry. Look like, does it look, I'm sorry. Does it look like y'all will be able to get out okay tomorrow night or what's, what's that status? Oh yeah. I mean, my answer to that okay. is going to be absolutely. Yes. So, absolutely. uh, <laughs> the, uh, the people here, you know, uh, are much more, uh, equipped, better equipped, let's say yeah. that to handle this yeah. than, than we would be in yeah. central Texas. So I think right. we'll be fine. The only the only thing might have to happen is we flew right into Manhattan. We may have to go to Topeka um, okay. because I've always been told they've got um, de-icing material there that they might not have here. So gotcha. that might be the only thing, but we'll see. I think we'll be fine. Right. But good snow to look out the window and see the snow. Look across <laughs> at the K-State campus. We'll talk basketball, but uh, a couple of other sports got going this weekend. Jerry, your thoughts about track and field running down in College Station and what you noticed from that. And then men's tennis with a couple of wins on Saturday. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. And, uh, John, I thought, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure what to expect out of this track and field team. Lost a lot of um, you know, all Americans in the off season, you know, either graduation or transfer portal. And so I really wasn't sure what to expect, you know, with them going down to A&M for the first meet and lo and behold, you get a couple of program records, three wins on the men's side. So yeah, I thought it was a great, uh, great opening meet Gary Moore, uh, junior, a sophomore. Um, he won the uh, men's weight throw with a 67, 11. That's a program record. And I think he might've beat his own. Uh, record, but he was, you know, well ahead of the silver medalist from Oklahoma, Ben Ryer. So great opening meet for him, and I believe he finished fifth in the shot put as well. And then Alexis Brown um, set the uh, record in the uh, long in the women's long jump, um, twenty one. Let's see, twenty one one and a half, I believe, John. She was the first one in program history to go over twenty one feet wow. indoors. So uh, you know, really good opening meet for her. She had set out last year 
after transferring uh, from Florida. She had a foot injury. Uh, but, man, what a great uh, opening meet for her. And then uh, I know Demontre Callis, um, he actually won um, the 60-meter the dash in 6.68 seconds. And Demario Prince, a freshman, he won the 60-meter uh, hurdles in 7.79. I believe he placed in the long jump as well. So, uh, again, I just thought it was a really good meet uh, for them uh, just across the board. But, you know, like I said, with two program records, that's, that's, that's a pretty good opening week. Man, I would say so. And, you know, as we visited with Coach Ford last week, I got the feeling he wasn't sure what to expect, you know, just right. kind of your opening right. meet. You, you don't know what to expect. You'll learn more about your team. And I would think he would be very encouraged coming out of that weekend. Yeah. And John, some of the, you know, some of your top ones didn't even run in individual events. I know Mariah Ayers ran in the uh, four by four and that, that group finished second, but yeah. So you didn't even have some of your top ones, you know, running in their events. But, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a great opening week. Uh, I don't know that there were any huge surprises, uh, <clears throat> but particularly in the long jump like that, you, you don't expect somebody, you know, right out of the gates to go that far. And, and you know, it's like I said, something you hadn't seen in Baylor at all. So, you know, great uh, opening meet for Alexis Brown. Yeah, really cool. Against good competition, too. It was right. ooh, Baylor and Oklahoma – Texas A&M and Florida, is that right? Anybody uh, else? TCU was there, TCU, too. TCU, so, yeah, yeah. Like I said, really, like you said, really good competition. Uh, there, there's no slackers in that group. So, right. yeah, th- again, great competition in every event. And, you know, for the men to win three events, you know, for the for the women to do what they did. Um, I, oh, I, I, I guess one other note, John, because I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize this until I went back and read the story. Right. But Stacy Smith's daughter, a freshman this year, she finished fifth in the high jump. So oh, fantastic to her uh, was Sydney Smith. Yeah. Um, so Sydney Sydney finished fifth in the high jump. So good start for her as well. I know that Stacy had said there's no way she's going to compete anywhere else. If she's going to compete <laughs> in college, she's going to come to Baylor. And sure enough, she did. She's already played. Yeah. So good for her. Hey, that's great. That's a good good yeah. addendum to that story. Yeah. All right, men's tennis uh, really did what they were expected to do, did what they should have right. done. They won a couple of matches to open on Saturday. Yeah, John, and they used everybody. I, I think that was mm. kind of the intent going in uh, for Coach Woodson to, to use you know his depth and, and just kind of put some guys in there and see what they could do. And I believe it was nine different guys, maybe ten, in the uh, singles, um, you know, and, and Christopher Fronson just played doubles, but uh, yeah, nine nine different guys, I believe, in singles, and and really the only loss was in the uh, ACU match. They beat them six one, and even that one was a third set um, super tiebreaker. So they, they you know could have had two sweeps very easily. I think he, Louis Bowden, one of the freshmen, lost in a third set super tiebreaker thirteen eleven. They were that close to two seven zero sweeps, so really good opening day for them. And and Devin Badenhorst, um, I don't know if you've heard of him, John, but he just came in. He's a six seven freshman no. from Germany, uh, and he won like six one six two. He's going to be really good. Like I wow. think he could be the next really great one uh, at Baylor. I mean, certainly you know Teddy Powerloop is, is a great player. They have other ones back. Uh, John Bohr, Z, I think is what they call him. Let's just go with that. Uh, yeah. But I think this guy could be your next great one. Six seven, wow. 
and he's really been tearing it up on the practice court. So I think he could be a really good one for them. Nice. We'll watch for him. All right, yeah. uh, let's talk basketball. Baylor women, uh, tough week. Uh, finished yeah. with a three-point loss at Iowa State on Saturday. It was right. just two tough road games for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women last week. Yeah, I mean, you know, you felt like they were on such a good roll, John, and, and just, you know, kind of stumbled on the road. Uh, you know, they had had the one road game against Texas, but, you know, Texas had just uh, lost Rory Harmon, and, and I think Texas was, you know, a little bit uh, devastated by that. But, you know, Baylor, like we talked about before, Baylor beat the team that was on the court. Um, but it was just tough going on the road this week, and they've had a hard time, I will say, against um, big post players. You know, they don't really have that physical presence inside, you know, particularly a bigger player that's ready. You know, Letty is a six seven freshman, but she's just not ready to play at this level, and she's not as physical as some of the players you're, you're going against. Audie Crooks, the other day at Iowa State, uh, you know, she was just a load. She was a big player, really hard to keep out of there, and they just, they just couldn't stop her. She scored... Uh, matched her season she's a freshman as well but she's just she is a big girl I'll just say that and she scored 23 points and then in the Kansas game same thing John um, they had a really hard time with twin Jackson um, six seven uh, or six six I think is what she is and, and they just had a really hard time with her I think she finished with 27 points 19 rebounds um, both games really hard I thought they came out really well you know, against Iowa State, came out, um, you know, uh, Jada Walker hit a three-quarter length shot yeah. uh, to end the first quarter, and they were up 13. You know, you just felt like everything was going well. And Iowa State, just to their credit, just kind of kept chipping away. And like I said, they really fed crooks inside. Uh, and, and just, you know, they they had a really good game plan. Uh, and Baylor, you know, really same way against Kansas. They just they couldn't hit from outside. That's a strength of their team, just like the men. The men struggled, uh, you know, from the three in this last game or in a couple of their games in conference play. But, uh, you know, the women, I, I think they were seven for 21 in the first three quarters, one for nine from distance in that last quarter. And that, you know, that kind of, you know, they kind of shot their way out of it. They had a lead with about 30 seconds to go. And then again, they fed Crooks and actually Letty was in there, you know, to defend her, but just couldn't stop her. Uh, you know, and then, uh, yeah, Iowa, Iowa State wins at 66-63. And for the women, is it a good thing they don't have a midweek game? I mean, would it be better to get back on the court quickly? Or is yeah. it good that you can just go back in and just really have some good hard practices this week before they host UCF on Saturday? Yeah, I think player-wise, you'd probably want to say, I want to get out there and play again right now, get that bad taste out of my mouth. I think for coaches, and I've heard Scott say this before too, you really you really love that practice time. And I think, John, coming off the week that they did, I think it's good that they have this week um, because they can work on some things that I don't think anything that happened last week is not fixable. Uh, it's just some things that they have to work out, figure out, you know, how are we going to defend in there in the post area? Because you know what? They got Kansas State and Ayoka Lee. Ayoka is 6'7". So yeah. that's what you've got coming up next Monday. So they've got to get that figured out. And then, you know, I think some of it, um, you know, on the offensive side, a little bit on shot selection, a little bit just, you know, kind of maybe out of their rhythm or whatever. But uh you know, I think they need to get back to moving the ball like they have. But, yeah, I think it'll be good 
to have you know this extra practice time, get ready for UCF on on Saturday, and and then uh, uh, Kansas State on Monday. And and John, interesting note: case uh, UCF coming in, that's Satya Messer, former oh, yeah. Baylor assistant, that's their head yeah. coach. So that'll be an interesting matchup on Saturday. Yeah, great point. All right, very good. Everybody here is understandably excited about K-State women's basketball. They're 17-1. and one. They just yeah. beat Kansas. So they, they are playing. I mean, they just beat Texas. So they are right. playing really, really well. And that's the team uh, Baylor will see on Monday, a week from tonight. Uh, and right. our coaches show beginning this week on Thursday, one of our guests will be Nikki Collins. So plan to come be with us, hear from Jay Goble and Nikki Collins on Thursday at six from Rudy's. All right, men's basketball, uh, they, they survived uh, what was upset week in college basketball. Yeah, 15 absolutely. of the top 25 got beat. Eight of the top 10 lost last week. Uh, Baylor won two tough games and uh, made the biggest jump in the poll up to number nine. Yeah, and I thought they deserved that, John, after the week that they had. And, and you know, I, I think Scott said it after the game the other night you know they've they've not shot the ball well from three you know they're I, I don't know they may still be leading the nation but they were I know going into this last game and they in two of the three conference games they haven't shot well from three but they found a way to win and I think that's what good teams great teams do is they just find a way to win I thought Cincinnati John was really good I mean you think about it they're what four points or whatever it is away three points from from being undefeated in conference That's right. play. Yeah. They lost yeah. they lost by one to Texas. So this is a really good Cincinnati team that's going to win a lot of conference games. So I think beating them and John I don't know if you'd agree with me on this. I kind of what I wrote about that night, but I really I you know Foster's obviously made a huge impact. I thought that night Foster kind of won that game for them. The crowd um, because if if you remember when they got on that run in the second half, I believe it was a 13-0 second half run I, I put down on you know I keep a play-by-play not that anybody else could read it but <laughs> I, I wrote down this place is loud like put yep. it in all caps big letter because it was really getting that's the loudest I've heard in there and I just thought the crowd played a huge part in that win on Saturday night against Cincinnati I completely agree with you and yeah. and I would add I thought the crowd really was a factor in the BYU game you know last Absolutely. Tuesday so uh, yeah. I think Baylor's two home conference games for the men have really been uh, boosted by the great crowds and the great atmosphere there. So yeah. I agree yeah. completely. Now, uh, now it doesn't get any easier every night. It's <laughs> tough in the Big 12. Oh, we got yeah. Kansas State coming up here in Manhattan coming up tomorrow. Another matchup with uh, Coach Jerome Tang and the Wildcats. And K-State swept Baylor two games last year, one here and one in Waco also. You know, I know Scott Drew, he does not like facing his former assistants. You know, when, when the other guys were at different places, he wouldn't ever schedule them. Right. Didn't, didn't, and now he has to. You know, he right. has to play against Jerome Tang at Kansas State. He has to play against Grant McCaslin at Texas Tech. And congrats to Coach McCaslin, man. What a great job he's done. Uh, they're now in the top 25. John, I think I counted eight teams, eight big yeah, teams. Yeah, eight. In the How about top that? 25. It's, right. it's going to be that way every night. And you're right. I mean, Kansas State, uh, you know, they've lost a couple of tough ones, but they're, a, again, a really good team. They were they were tied for the lead until uh, – tied for the Big 12 lead until um, they lost to Texas Tech the other night. So this will be a tough one, particularly on the road. Um, but I like the way Baylor's playing, don't you? I mean, I just, I just think they've 
you know, the, they they don't maybe don't hit on all cylinders, but really don't have to because they've got so much depth. And you know, it, you never kind of know who's going to step on a uh, step up on a given night. You know, the other night it was Jacoby Walter in the second half. It was Langston Love in the first half. The game before that against BYU was Jalen Bridges with 25. So that's the cool thing about this team is, and it's got to be a really hard team to guard. So I'm sure, um, you know, I, I'm sure that Jerome Tang has m- maybe even more gray hairs now after uh, kind of preparing for this team. So it'll be a fun one. Uh, it'll be a fun one tomorrow night, though, John. Yeah, very much so, and I do agree with you. This, this, this is a really good Baylor team that maybe hadn't have peaked yet, you know, and you don't want to right. peak in January, right. but maybe not playing their best. Uh, right. But finding ways to win is a really, really good sign because you see all the upsets that happened right. last week. All right, yeah. very good. Jerry, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, snuggle up in front of the fire there with your wife, Julie, and uh, we appreciate <laughs> you being on with us. Hey, class starts tomorrow, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is there any, and I'm, well, I've started it, so I've got to ask, any chance that they postpone the start of classes? Or you, you think know, the weather's John, okay? I, I, look, I think the fact that we haven't had any precipitation today, unless okay. we get anything tonight, I think we'll be good to go tomorrow. So uh, excited for that. My my first uh, teach, teaching assignment for Baylor, so uh, teaching sports writing, and that'll that'll be fun. Very good, Professor. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. I'll see you when we get back to town, all right? All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks you, very much. Jerry Hill with us, our good friend, and we hope yours. Aaron, we may need to redo the open and, and refer to him as Professor Jerry Hill because he is. I mean, he's teaching a class starting uh, starting this semester. Oh, wow. You're, yeah, how about that? We'll have to start calling him the Professor. The Professor, exactly. All right, very good. Great to visit with Jerry. Always appreciate that. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Look ahead. Wrap things up from here in Manhattan, Kansas. Baylor and K-State comes up tomorrow night. Uh, But we'll close things out in the 2 o'clock hour when we come back. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Back after this on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road Tuesday at Kansas State to take on the Wildcats. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. 
Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at Diamore Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamori Fine Jewelers at diamorifinejewelers.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder or like my neck, for instance. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. No drugs, no surgery. No downtime. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back. And listen, it's non-surgical. It's very important. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now. Call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Three-point Baylor lead, 9.8 seconds to go. Here comes Cincinnati. Day-Day Thomas fires a three. Top of the key, no good. Front iron. Lacocious, the rebound. Has to get in three-point territory. His shot is no good. Baylor wins. The Bears hold on. They win it by three over Cincinnati, 62-59. And, John, the Bears finish the game with three big-time championship-caliber stops. One of those is shot clock violation. And then you finish the game on Cincinnati's offensive end, and Bearcats never got the shot they wanted. Now, on the road with the Bears from Manhattan, Kansas, here's the voice of the Bale of Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. 
Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. That's how things ended on Saturday in front of a sellout crowd in Foster Pavilion. A gold out, the first ever gold gold game at uh, at Foster Pavilion. National television on ESPN, just a great atmosphere, and it really helped the Bears to that three-point win over Cincinnati. Now, uh, back with you from Manhattan, Kansas, where the Bears take on Kansas State tomorrow night, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, and we are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are closed today as is, as is normal, closed on Mondays, back at it tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow uh, evening is Family Baked Potato Night. How's that sound? And then on Wednesday and again on Saturday, Jefferson's Whiskey Dinner. Uh, and then uh, a week from tomorrow, Harry Potter Trivia. That would be Tuesday the 23rd. So just a few of the events coming up. Look ahead to January 27th. Baylor men play TCU and uh, they'll have a basketball pregame meal there. So how about that? Add that to your schedule. Go by the Baylor Club, get a great meal, then come over to Foster Pavilion. Oh, that's a pretty good day right there. Check it out on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Uh, give them a call if you have any questions about making a reservation, uh, about uh, membership. You want to inquire about membership. They can certainly answer all those questions at 254-710-8080. That's the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. All right, Aaron, uh, we mentioned uh, Mr. Mosley coming up top of the hour, three to six here. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of Cowboys talk. Uh, what else do you guys have planned between three and six? We will talk with Joseph Hoyt from Texas Lone Star Live. He's their Cowboys reporter. Long time at the Dallas Morning News before that, and he will talk about the debacle that was the Cowboys playoff game yesterday against the Green Bay Packers. We will also hear from Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, his uh, post-game comments, and we will also have any breaking news that may happen. <laughs> Nothing yet, but you never know. <laughs> right. <laughs> something may happen. We will also uh, we will also talk about tomorrow's Baylor basketball game, the polls with the men moving up, the women moving down, and uh, we will talk about today's NFL action starting with the Bills and the Steelers coming up at 3.30. All right, very good. Jam-packed between 3 and 6. I, I guess you're just uh, permanently on Cowboys news alert watch, right? Maybe Pretty even bad. more so now than, than before. Maybe hoping more than – no. If it's, I don't think it's going to take long if something's going to happen. Right. Especially the firing part. If he's going to get rid of Mike McCarthy, I think it'll happen pretty quick. So – We'll see. All right. Very good. So the Matt Mosley Show is coming up next, top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Let's mention some birthdays to you before we get out of here. Uh, today is Elijah Birkin's birthday, former Baylor running back. Uh, can this be right? It lists his age as 47 today. I I guess that's right. It's hard to believe, but happy birthday to Elijah Birkins. Chris Plonsky down at UT, Athletic Administration. Happy birthday to her. Jeff Hughes' birthday today. Uh, Aaron Cutright worked with us for a while in the Baylor ticket office. Doug Gottlieb's birthday is today. Happy birthday to him. Bill Dolman, uh, great broadcaster. Christina Holcomb's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Christina. She is 
uh, works with one of our great partners at Premier ER and Urgent Care. Happy birthday, Christina. Terry Hayes' birthday is today. Senior Wood, John Wood's birthday is today also. So there's my list. Aaron, who else would you add to the birthday list? Just three today, but all okay. sports superstars, all Hall of Famers. We'll start with someone who will be in the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in a couple of years, former Saints, former Purdue, and former Austin Westlake quarterback Drew Brees turns Mm. 44 years old today, former undisputed middleweight champion and former light heavyweight champion Bernard Hopkins turns 58, and last but not least, Mr. Cowboy, seven-time first-team All-Pro, Super Bowl MVP, Randy White. Turn 70 today. Man, that's great. All right, very good. That's a good list. I appreciate that. Thanks to Jerry Hill for being on with us. We're going to move out of here. We'll be back with you, Lord willing, tomorrow in the 2 o'clock hour here live from Manhattan, Kansas, as we get ready for Baylor and K-State coming up tomorrow night at 7. Thanks to Jerry. Thanks to Aaron. Stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me anytime, Jamo. Recently 